0: Hey Brooke, good morning.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: Awesome. Good to see you. You too. Yeah. Thank you, guys, uh, ladies, gentlemen. I think we have such an awesome, an awesome topic today that has uh, been brought up to, um, brought up to Brooke and I this week. And um, I don't know about you, Brooke, but I'm so excited to discuss it because I feel like it shines a lot of light onto the levels at which we are and it I don't know just enlightens us a little bit more as to how things are happening and where we all are in these stages. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah thank you. Exactly what I was thinking actually, but they didn't say it. Stages.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. So and and that's exactly what we want to talk about. They uh so this week uh, currently reading a book about Mary Magdalene, and in it she discusses uh, Mary Magdalene has a gospel which is incredible, incredibly beautiful. And anyone that knows the story, not the not the Christian Catholic version of Mary Magdalene who was a prostitute and all that, don't don't uh, read into that. Um, I'm reading a book about a uh, uh, that it was written by a historian who has studied Mary Magdalene and her teachings throughout her life and what has happened to them. And it's really interesting. Um, There's a lot of wisdom in it. Go ahead.
1: Well, that's the thing is, um, you know, it's like, I think people get confused when somebody's talking about like, you know, spirituality and then they hear us saying something about like Jesus, or they hear us saying something about Mary Magdalene. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is everything is everything. And me coming from a part where I grew up, you know, in the, in Christian, but I I think in the best way, like in the best way, like nothing was ever forced upon me. It was always everything that I just wanted to do. And, but, um, when you come down to it and like, I'm so happy that I know Bible verses because there's what the church teaches you that these Bible verses mean. Mm -hmm. And then there's, when you let yourself be open and you ask God yourself and you find out these Bible verses mean something completely different. But with Mary Magdalene, and with so many others, we have to remember that um, the Bible obviously is something. And so are many, many, many other, you know, books and, you know, religions, and there's so much right. But with the Bible, you got to remember that you're only seeing 40% of it. Yes. Yep. And you're only probably hearing in church the ten percent mm-hmm. of that forty percent that they want you to hear. But when you look through it and you read between the lines, you see that there is a lot there, yep. you know. But there's a lot missing. Um, hence the Book of Mary Magdalene. Hence the in the 1940s when um, the the missing scrolls were found hmm. and brought out mm-hmm. and looked at mm-hmm. and a lot of people are like, yep, tuck those back away.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: So a lot of the information that you hear, um, you know, mediums getting or channelers getting, if they were to unearth these scrolls and actually release them and to have them translated properly, this information is what you're going to find in those scrolls. Yes. What people have been channeling. So God's like, oh, you want to hide this? I'll bring it out through my people, mm-hmm. basically. So yes go on with Mary Magdalene. (laughs) That is
0: absolutely true. No, you're absolutely right. But honestly, this, this podcast is the, if you want to read about Mary Magdalene, I do encourage the book I'm reading is from Megan Waters. Uh, it's amazing book. And, um, but really what this is about, this podcast is about is, uh, is, um, the seven stages of a soul's growth. So and I actually have an entire like presentation written out to help us because um, there's there's a lot here to go through. So there are there are seven stages when when you when the soul is born. It is an infant. And so you could think of it like you can almost you can relate it to like a soul, like a physical uh, person's growth. So you have the infant, the baby. Let me see. Let me just make sure I. I want to make sure I get them all right. The the, infant. Oh, here it is. The infant, the baby, the young, the mature, the old, the transcendental, and the infinite soul. And each one of these uh, stages, it's not about how many lifetimes you live. It is really about, it is all about the experiences. What you experience and how you overcome. Balancing out your karma that has been developed especially in the younger years the infant the baby even in the mature uh stage you know you you have some ba- you have some karma that needs to be balanced out so um and each stage let me go let me let me go here um each stage it could take anywhere from 1 so you have 7 stages and in those 7 stages you have 7 sub stages And each of those substations, substages, could take 1 to 10 years to actually grow out of. So you could spend literally 70 lifetimes in the infant stage of a soul stage, if that makes sense. Because you have the infant, and then under that, you have seven stages to overcome within that infant. And then you grow out of that. And each one of those infant sub stages could take one to 10 years. So technically, you could have almost 70 lifetimes in one soul stage. Now, I'm not going to say that's common or uncommon, because honestly, I really don't know. But that's uh, what you're growing out of. And typically... Uh, well, not typically, but each soul is born into a group of approximately 1000 souls. And we have they have talked about this many times in in this podcast alone where and they always show me this linear, this linear like uh, gr- each group is and they sh- they show me like football fields and they show me uh, a football field and length and all these souls are in it each but it's separated into all these different groups, you know, billions and billions of groups of souls. And each each group is at a different stage in their growth process. And when you're first born from what we're reading and just to give you a heads up, I'm getting my information from primarily two different two different sources in addition to above. Um, The first one is shiftfrequency.com and the other is ask hyphen angels.com. Uh, that's where I'm getting a lot of this information. Like I said, in, in addition to above each group, when it is born, um, from God is born. And then the group starts to determine where they want to incarnate into like what planet. So some are earth, but like in Brooks, uh, case, they don't always go immediately to earth and in brooke's case she is a starseed so she has spent many lifetimes if not if not one i don't know how many um on on other planets and in other forms so yeah. that that oh, go ahead i'm sorry
1: yeah and that's just the um like the biggest difference between i guess just you know we talk about starseed versus you know light worker or it's just that you know most light workers um, we're all light workers like we've said before mm-hmm. but the only difference between like a star seed is that most light workers have spent their lifetimes within this universe mm-hmm. you know within within you know the Earth's universe yep. and star seeds have spent time outside of this universe yep. but also um so apparently I have spent time in like La and Atlantis and you know other places on earth also so, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all we'll awesome. see. I just keep waiting for more and more to come to me about these things. And I, I, a lot of magic is happening while I'm sleeping these. I mean, like, I know I always say that, but it gets, it's getting more intense and more intense to where I wake up babbling all the time. And I like the other night I was, I woke up and I was shooting light, <laughs> like my hands were actually like, and I was like, okay, am I doing that here? Or am I doing that as my higher self? somewhere right now, battling something and shooting light at something. But um, yeah, so all my adventures happen at night, and I'm fine with not remembering them. I know that when they need me to remember something that I will. Mm-hmm. But I think just a lot goes on <laughs> in the other realms while I'm sleeping.
0: Totally. Yes, absolutely. I just said this morning, that I feel like when my when I start channeling for people a lot more, my night sleep tends to go down. And I feel like it's because a lot of these souls are talking. Yeah, so yeah, I'm with you. I agree with you completely. I think you're onto to something there.
1: It's something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so all right, so so when your soul's born, and and some people say that there are like a thousand souls, let's say, in each of these soul stages that you're born with. So when you're born, you're born into a group of approximately a thousand souls. And you know, take those figures loosely. Um, and then uh each that group chooses a planet to incarnate onto, and then each group within each of those groups, there are like a subset of groups in addition. And usually like there are seven souls that are very close and kind of like cluster together and incarnate together. And this you'll 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 see this, you know, when you are with people like okay, there's just a a deep closeness to that person. That's typically an indication that they're part of your soul soul family. Yeah. And and you can meet people anywhere around the world, you know, like you just come in contact with someone and you're like, wait, something's different here. I feel a closeness. Yes. Um, Yeah. I've
1: experienced that a lot. I found, you know, I found what I think is a lot of my soul family, you know, including people that have moved here, you know, that have lived somewhere else that moved here. And it's like, you know, like the whole family, but there's like the daughter of that family is who I really like connected with. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, you're mine. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you're my daughter um, <laughs> back where we come from, you know?
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Well, yeah. And I mean, think about that. How many people don't necessarily realize yet that they could be star seeds or they have spent many lifetimes in this realm. And, you know, they're not, they're not yet, they might be young in the physical age in this lifetime that they're not yet aware of truly what they're capable of or how much they have spent in this realm and what they're here for yet. You know, I've no I channeled for people that are like what, and we're going to talk about like transcendental souls and who are just here for amazing, amazing things. So,
1: um,
0: But then uh, also now souls on both a group level and an individual level choose how quickly or slowly they will progress along the divine timeline. So I know particularly before you incarnate you your guides and many of the souls that you're going to encounter in the current lifetime that you live you guys all meet up and discuss okay these are the different things we're going to experience and the soul at different times could say hey to you to their to their spiritual um group say hey i want to experience this quickly or i want to experience a lot to overcome a lot to grow quick faster you know, but the opposite could also be true. They might want to spend a lot of time to really grow uh, from these different uh, stages and learn truly a ton, a ton, so that they grow in in even more strength as they get older. Yeah. Um, but our paths and locations on the timeline are all very different. So, and this is where we have to be careful of our judgments and really not judge at all, and understand that. This, as, as Brooke has pointed out, and they have confirmed above, this is a school. We're in a school here, a school of us for souls. And this isn't, if you look throughout the entire time history on this planet, there has always been density. Ever, I mean, there has there ever been a time? Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, cavemen, you know, look at the progression of humanity and understand that we have never been without. So- not to say that we can't be without density, but th- you'll see, in the, in and as we go throughout this um, podcast today, that we still have a ways to go before. Right, that's what I
1: was going to say. Is it's so hard? Like I, we, I think at this point, most of us know we're not supposed to judge. Yep. You know, we we know this. We know it here. <laughs> it's not here yet we know we're not supposed to judge but it's with the density here it's so hard you know everybody you know you get caught up in like oh i'm ahead of this or oh they're you know they're behind in this one like i know we say it over and over and over again everybody is exactly where they are supposed to be Mm -hmm. and you know we talked about the montessori school um analogy and like that's the thing Mm -hmm. is depending on what somebody else has learned so as much as I think that I know I also know that I can go talk to somebody else that might not know any of that but then they go on to the topic that they are most studied up in here on earth Mm -hmm. and it's like you just blew my mind you know it's like wow like that's great like it's kind of like our information straddles it's like I've said before um like Chris there's things that you know you know, that I don't know, but there's things that I know that you don't know. And then again, that's where the judgment needs to stop. And we need to come together more as spirits and sit down and have conversations with each other and learn from each other.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. Yep.
1: But we are all exactly where we're supposed to be. So just, I, I have to keep that in my head, you know, I can, you know, hear somebody just say something that I think is like nasty or whatever it was like god what's wrong but i ah they are learning i am learning you know it's like we do we have to constantly remind ourselves while we're dealing with this density yep
0: yeah and and again it's it's very important to point out that we are growing from experience not just the fact that we have spent many lifetimes here it is i mean you could spend you could spend five lifetimes in a particular stage of an infant soul and still not be completely through that stage because just because you spent those five lifetimes, you haven't learned all the lessons that are meant to be learned within that stage, and an infant soul is one that struggles mightily to have the soul very heavily involved in its life. in fact, that's it's almost non-existent, you know where that infant soul and we'll we'll talk about that it's coming up next, but But again, that's something to understand is that we are learning from experiences and especially a soul that is choosing to really take its time with its lessons. Now, that ascension process is being accelerated at this point because of the fact that Earth is ascending itself. So there's only so much time that we can spend now. And and we are seeing with the with the increase in children with special needs like autism that. A lot of souls are using that as a way to increase the amount of lessons and experiences that they have in a lifetime to grow out of that young soul age for that particular reason. Because when you are a child or or an individual that has special needs like autism, um, you there is a lot that you are learning there. You're you're learning love. You're learning um, the need to have other people help you you're learning um did i say love i think i did but yeah uh but independence but also dependence you know so there's so much also a lot of a lot of children with autism have are developing their gifts as well this connection to these higher realms they sense it we've discussed that here on this podcast so it's something to be aware of um yeah that i they're, believe they're
1: very connected to the higher realm <laughs> totally
0: and we we did get into that a little bit in the last podcast, so yeah, um, yeah. So be aware of that. And you now in the now now it's talking about infant souls. Um, we talked about the the autism and 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 or children with autism and how they are they are growing more quickly uh, for the primary reason of the earth is ascending as well so earth ascending we're allowing more light and that's no easy task for a body to to actually incorporate more light into the body you you have to do some work there it's not something that just you know you flip a switch and it happens you really have to um work at it and allow your body to attune to that light and infant souls, now ones that aren't necessarily – there's a lot of fear-based perceptions in an infant soul. They're primitive in mindset, and they're really focused on survival. Um, so just to be aware of that. Usually, the, usually these souls are very into nature um, on the positive side. They, they like nature, fishing, hunting. They're, they're learning to survive on their own. But also these souls, there are a lot of like low vibrational people here. Because again, the soul is just learning this realm, just learning how to really try to incorporate itself into the physical body. And it's not an easy process, like I said, that that requires light. Therefore, the the ego and all these fear based mindsets that this infant soul has really drive it to do some not very good things. And a lot of like, Criminals, murders, stuff like that um, are within these stages. But again, we do not judge them. We send them love. We find ways to, you know, to speak our truth of being love and light, not judgmental and find a way to just send light and love to these individuals um, because we can't judge. And
1: I think that's actually a concept that like you and I say that very easily but I think that's a concept that most people don't understand like, what do you mean? Like, what, like, that's disgusting. That's horrific. That's what do you mean? Send them. They it's what you, once you get to the understanding of what earth really is and what this is, mm-hmm. then in, in one way, nothing bothers you anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? In a sense, it's like, you just have this like weird understanding for things, but yeah, that's not an easy concept for the average person to hear is that, Oh, you send these murderers and whatever's love and light, you know, it's like they, some people have a hard time grasping that concept. I get it. You know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're, 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 it's so true. I mean, we, we tend to think that there's a right and wrong, but when you think of it in terms of a soul, we got to think of it in terms of growth. Like you wouldn't go to a print, a preschooler and say, Hey, you need to, to know how to paint the Mona Lisa, you know, because they, there's no development there. They're, yeah. they're still learning that process and we have to begin or not have to, but it is better for us to begin to equate the physical with the actual level of the soul so that we can get a better understanding of where they are. And you wouldn't criticize a toddler for not painting a Mona Lisa, you would simply try to educate them and that's on a soul's level that's what we're doing and so often they come from above and tell us, this it is not about the physical. It is about the soul's growth. This this just provides that opportunity for the soul to grow, this physical essence of ourself. It is, um, so we have to understand that, that the souls are really ultimately what we're trying to grow. I mean, we do it through the physical, but we don't do it like that's not the primary you know we have so many lifetimes to grow through the physical but it's the soul and what it's capable of doing that is the ultimate goal here and we really we need we really need to hold on to that and yeah. when we when we encounter people or individual souls that are on these lower levels Yeah, we just have to look at it from that perspective, or at least try to, you know, obviously, it's going to take us some time to get there. But
1: yeah, because you're right, we, we get so caught up in the physical here. You know, we are so caught up in the physical down to, you know, how, how we see each other, whether, you know, oh, that person's big, or that person's this, or that person's this color that we are so entangled in the physical that we are, as a whole, missing out. Yeah. on looking at each other's souls because there's so many physical things And that, hey that's part of the test too mm-hmm. that's part of the growth too is to get exactly. beyond that like i was thinking the other day i was like there's such a majority of us that want the ets to be here so bad but come on we can't even get along with somebody else that looks different than us here mm-hmm. they're probably like oh they're not ready for us yet they're not going to be the best welcome wagon if they think that person like <laughs> is different because their skin is different or their size is different, then they're not going to do so well with welp- welcoming us. <laughs> exactly.
0: That, it's such a great point. Cause that is, that is a, an aspect of growth, you know, to not judge and to find the love in, in so many situations. And like the, the, um, there, there are stories out there that we can discuss like, uh, Kwan Yin, who I just learned a little bit more about reading that book about Mary Magdalene. And it's such an incredible story how and I don't want to I don't re- I don't want to get off topic too much, but I'll, I'll, I'll shorten it down real quick for you. She was ban- banished by her father because she wouldn't marry a gentleman who really wasn't out for her best interest. And her father banished her away and her father found out that she was being very successful in this banishment like she wasn't allowing that to bring her down. Well, the father uh, went to kill her and she got away and she went and hid for a while and she found out through the grapevine that her father was, uh, I don't know, I, I forget if it was like passing away or or on the verge of, he was on the verge of passing away and he needed, now uh, he needed something like arms or eyes or something like that i don't know um but kuan yin heard about this and gave him the gave her gave him her eyes and i think it was limbs too and so she basically said hey i am i love you unconditionally and even though you banished me and wanted to kill me and tried to take everything i had away from me i still love you unconditionally i'm going to give this to you and he and he didn't know it was her when he was saved. He uh, said he was he he developed this profound sense of gratitude and he wanted to find out who it was. So he set out to find this individual and he ultimately did. And he found out that it was his daughter who he did all this harm to. And he was like, wow, that's. And um, but that is how we overcome that ego mind, how we because the ego mind feels. This sense of we need to look good, we need to, we need to be a certain way and, and really the only way you need to be is love, forgiving, unconditional love, and, um, and grateful uh, for all that you do have. And that's what Kuan Yin did. She exemplified being grateful for what she did have rather than what she didn't have, even all even though she was banished by her father and had really had very little. She was still thriving and succeeding in being the best version of she could best version that she could and helping other people around her. Yeah. So it was, it's a beautiful story. And that's why it is. She, that's why she is the. um she is like uh the ascendant master of mercy and letting go because she did let go of that need to hold on to the anger and rage of her father doing that to her. And she loved him unconditionally so much that she gave away all of her her uh physical attributes, you know, the eyes and the 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 limbs, so that he could survive. So it's a it's a pretty cool lesson there. Um yeah. But anyway, uh, okay, so now on to the baby soul stage age, and again, there are seven stages within this um, baby soul age, and each one could take one to 10 lifetimes to do Uh, but in this stage you have had many lifetimes in that infant stage that you're trying the soul is trying to do things right it's trying to right its wrongs from the past it's growing a little bit more in understanding how to incorporate itself into the physical and at this point has had at least 20 to 30 lifetimes and and you think about that a lifetime the the infant soul ages you tend typically do not um Live very long in the infant stages your, your, your lifetimes are very short In the sense of years um, But in the baby soul age uh, they, they can get a little bit longer um, But you enjoy, you enjoy in this soul stage uh, Structure and authority um, A lot of um, You want conformity So you kind of want everybody to be And think like you do because uh, you feel like you're trying to do it right. Therefore, everybody should be like you. And sometimes you blindly follow leaders in this um, in this stage, including religious and governmental leaders. You feel like they are the calling or they are the, the source of, like, all that you need to be. So you definitely can blindly follow them.
1: And, you know, but it's not, well, like the blindly follow, but even that part is not, you know, negative. Exactly. You know, even like, yeah, there's, well, depends on how you look at negative and positive depends you know, we have our own, what we think right and wrong is when what is right and wrong. But like, even with those things, there's a growth to that. It's like, if I think about when I was, and like I said, I, in this lifetime, I was never religious in the way other people are religious. Mm-hmm. However, you know, I did identify with being a Christian, but it's like, I look back now and if I had, and this was just my way of getting to where I am now, you know, it doesn't mean everybody else had to be in a religion also, but my way of getting to where I am now, there's so much linked to that, you know, that I can look back and see what was not okay with my soul about that. And I can look back and say what was good with my soul about that. You know, so it's like I'm actually grateful that I had that in my in my path. You know,
0: well, and you bring up a good point. Like, just because there is an individual who may be very religious, doesn't mean you're still a baby soul. Yeah, you 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 actually could be in a higher state, um, in a in a in a in an older uh, like in in other level, but still gravitating to the religious aspects. Like, that's possible. Just because. It is said in this way doesn't mean that, like, you know, like indicated in the beginning, everybody is different and the timeline is different. This is just a generality so that you get a sense of what it could be. But um, but this is also very tied to the uh, consciousness the, the conscious levels of the the universal consciousnesses that we've discussed in other podcasts, you know, um, like we talked about the fourth and fifth conscious levels, like that is actually an aspect of this as well that 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 should be considered. So don't just dismiss somebody just because they may be more religious like that. There is no good or bad here. It's it's all good. And it's all growth because it is all about the soul and what the soul has chosen to use as its means of growth. so. These are just generalities and something to be aware of to help us along this process. Um, but in this, in this uh, stage, in this, in, in these stages of the baby soul age, um, fear is obviously still present and thus could be a guiding force in your life. So be aware of that. And your value for family and being good in the community are also could be very prevalent in. In this stage so you have People that you know could be like Tout this line Of like uh, I want to Say like Kind of like uh, Well I don't like to put Examples out there but I was thinking like the BTK killer who was like he wanted to be good in his community and did a lot but then on the other end he really struggled with the good and evil aspect of himself and he didn't he really allowed that that fear and um, and low vibration really uh, get to him in some of these instances so I don't like to use. You know, low vibrational people like that as uh, guides, but you know, just something to be aware
1: of, really. Yeah, well, every, everything's here to learn from, but it's like the example I was more thinking of, like it's like right away I could already think of people who were like really amazing in the community. You know, really like you know the ones that are the ones that are like always there to be the soccer mom and the good soccer mom, the ones that are there to organize the charity things, the ones that are there to, and it's like. Um, yeah, I actually that th- those people used to make me feel bad because I was just like, gosh, I'm just not into that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not, you know, but it's like, by I admired them for all the work that they were doing, but none of that ever resonated with me. Yep, you know, it's even I got like a award thing at work for, um, like support person of the year or whatever, and I had to write a thing about like I was supposed to say like all the ways I was involved in the community and things I did and I kind of like flew off the handle about it because I was just like what like I don't even tell people what I do like I would never tell people what I do like if you guys only knew what I did then i don't tell you that I did you know (laughs) I kind of like went off about it but it's like but like you can see how that is a level of um But like an awesome level at the same time of learning to like help others and be there for others and be of service to others, no matter what the motivation is at that stage. Because sometimes the motivation at that stage is a, you know, look at me, you know, I'm trying to do good or there's other people that like really are trying to do good and are looking for the best way for their soul to do good. You know, they're looking for a place to serve. They're looking for a way to serve, you know?
0: Actually, you're right, because my brother has a pastor that he follows a lot. And this guy would he reminds me of uh, of that baby type soul age where he really values he values the community and the religious uh, aspects of who he is. But at the same time, really struggles with judgments and he will put you down and tell you you're Wrong if you don't agree with his ways of teaching, even if you believe fully in like the Bible and and uh Jesus and and Christian ways of life. And uh, yeah, we had a conversation one time where he was telling me, You're I'm nothing but wrong, and the guy down there, and I'm like, My friend, the thing is, you're not wrong, but but the interesting thing is, I'm not either, you know, (laughs) and like, What. Like he, he didn't know how to take that. Like, how can we both be right? You know, that doesn't even make sense. But, yes. you know, so though that's a, that, that could be a good example of what, uh, a, a, like, a,
1: but you know, what just hit me, what came up here is now I'm seeing where my whole thing of the last couple, um, weeks that duality has stuck in my head mm. with each of nice. these stages. There's such duality and yes. what duality really is, is you're talking about the same exact stick you're just about the extremes of each. So it's like, that's why I say like, you look at the person who helps in the community, mm-hmm. and, you know, you go to the one end of the stick and go, Oh, that's a, you know, that's a look at me. That's a, I'm doing this for this. You go to the other end of stick. Thank goodness. We have people that are willing to do things in our communities and build things in our communities and you know, and then like that truth is just somewhere in, in the middle of that stick to find that perfect balance. It's all about the balance of our thoughts, but it's like with each of these things, you know, you and I could easily think of a person who's at this end of that example and at this end of that example, mm-hmm. but ultimately, like I said, it's all growth, but it's all about coming to the middle and that balance of it.
0: Exactly.
1: Cause it's like, yeah, as much as we 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 need some of these things we need people to be working in our communities no matter what their motivation is behind it
0: so so true and that i feel like is so prevalent in this next in this next soul age uh which is the young soul age because this is where much of the much of the established countries like america Um, and other established countries throughout the world this is where a lot of the souls are at here at this young age and um, you'll kind of see that here when we go over this like they so here though at when you get to this point of a of a young soul age you you've carried now you could carry well over a hundred lifetimes You know, possibly even multiple hundreds of lifetimes, depending on 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 the the um, how ambitious your soul was and and how it chose to move about these different stages. But in this stage, you in the young soul stage, you you have a need for independence. Life is about um, acquiring and acquiring and exercising power. And that power is primarily power over people testing your limits uh you you are seeking to acquire wealth and competition is very important to you um so a lot of like possible athletes you know um a lot of these uh you know maybe CEOs out there like Jeff Bezos and stuff like that could be uh uh young soul age and I don't mean to throw names out there but I'm just trying to help you establish an understanding of
1: I was going to say, even oh, right away, nice. when you say this, I'm sure with the people listening they already can think of like there's already like ten people to pop in their head of like, oh, oh, they're at this stage. Yeah, you know, like I said, and just keep this in your head. All of these stages are great and important, and just as important as the next one. You know, just because one way it sounds like we're saying like it's a negative. No, it's it's not a negative thing. True. You know, we need like how would we almost wouldn't even like. As in this density, we almost wouldn't function without all the stages. We need every piece of that puzzle. We need every stage for this density to function. Now, granted, the whole point is to go back to spirit. And we won't need all of this to function once we're all back to spirit. But for the way it has to work here, we need every single stage.
0: Yep. And thank you so much for reiterating that because it is such an important point. I mean, we we the you you are absolutely right in that we are we're trying to overcome the density. But if you didn't have that density, there's nothing to overcome. And that's not yeah. what our purpose is. We're our purpose is here to to help each other ascend, you know. That's what all these souls are trying to do. And um, so yeah, you're right. Like these could be perceived as very negative ways of being, but in reality, they are just simply stages of growth, you know. So yep. you don't look at a baby who craps his diaper as a bad thing. You look at it, yeah. oh, okay, that's just the stage that that it's in right now. But that yeah. time it'll pass. I mean, that is really how we are hoping that you guys look at this. You know, yeah. we're looking at it from a soul's perspective. Yes. So um, but they do they also do much comparing of themselves to others for who is better. So something to be aware of. Again, the United States and other, uh, a lot of these developed countries carry young souls. Yeah. Um, they define success by material items. They value ambition, wealth influence, and want to prove focus um, on the physical rather than the spiritual. So they're, they're, But they're almost there. They're going in that direction, just not there yet. Mm-hmm. That's the young soul age. After the young soul, though, you have the mature soul and again this is like hundreds of lifetimes on this plane so i mean think about that you know we're at we're at most of the united states carries young souls and yet um that's a hundred you know well over a hundred lifetimes and but but also there are a lot of mature and even old souls, which we are going to get to. You you can see both, you know, as you move about this realm, you can and, and start to like pick up on who is where and and not that you use that as some kind of like leveling
1: measuring stick. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. You don't use it as that. It's just a way of like helping us cope with, OK, um, I just need to look above, you know,
1: yeah. Which is always I mean, it's a way, yeah. It's, just, it's a way to help understand. Mm-hmm. Like this is just more information for you guys to understand to not judge. Exactly. You know, this is just more understanding information.
0: Oh, <laughs> yep. yep. And thank you. Um, but right here in the mature soul age, you are looking to you're searching for quality of life. Uh questions like where I am going, who I am, why I'm here, riddle who your life, you know, why, why am I going through all this? Why am I experiencing this? That that those types of questions are all scattered. Oh, wow. right.
1: You can see how, I'm sorry, but you can see how tricky it is for like, even like relationships and spouses, you know, when you have the person that's in that like successful stage for are like, you know, they want to have that house. They want to have that car. They want to have that. And then the other one of you is like, I want to live under a tree. I am successful because I'm happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I mean? yes. Like I measure success by happiness and I'm happy. You know. Nope. So you can see how it does cause a rift in relationships though.
0: Totally. And think about it this way. I mean, again, these are generalities. So you could have a soul that's like, "Hey, I want to I want to start to develop my gifts at the same time I'm learning you know, that, that wealth and material things are very important to me as well. So like, there's a mix here. It's not, yeah, there, it's not a black and white thing.
1: And I think the way I, uh, the way I understood it was like, okay, say you come here as a mature soul mm-hmm. within this lifetime, you're still going to hit, you're still going to hit like that. You know, you're going to hit faster, yep. but you're still going to be a growth from that infantile stage to the mature stage in that one life, even in that one lifetime for you to get back to where you kind of left off before. Great point. You know, I think a lot of people can kind of look back and see that. Like I even look back at my memories or my time on Facebook and I go, I've grown a lot in the last 10 years. You know what I mean? Like I would never say that now I would, Oh my God, I was complaining about that, but it's, it could be that you entered here as a mature soul or an old soul or a, but you're still going to run the course of breezing through those other ones. Mm -hmm. You know, it would be like, you know, you're in 12th grade, but we need you to go back and just start at first real quick. Now, obviously you're going to go through first grade really quick. You're going to do those addition and subtraction worksheets like this, but you're still going to build your way back up.
0: Absolutely. And you can, and that happens for a, like the human We still have that physical aspect of growing, you know, the physical growth of a toddler infant or infant toddler, uh, you know, uh, the stages of physical life. And you're exactly right, Brooke, in that we start to as we move as we move stages and within stages. And within our physical life, we are growing also in that maturity level of the soul. So, yeah, mature soul might still experience some some old soul or uh, I'm sorry, some like baby soul or even infant soul tendencies as a young physical being, because the soul is still trying to incorporate itself more fully into into uh, the physical. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. So it's a great um, awesome point. Um, But this mature soul is it's a very internal process. And and there's, um, there's, there are a lot of like introspection periods within this uh, mature soul stage. So you spend many lifetimes, again, these are lifetimes that you are spending with this internal process and going within and and not looking for material Uh, You're actually looking for more intangible stuff like love, spirituality, sensuality, pain, numbing, pleasure, compassion, caring. You're looking for all these other um, these other intangibles to help get you through life rather than holding on to the material. Uh, Very creative. Your creativity is flowing. You're open to exploring new things, all aspects of the mature soul. And again, different different aspects of different stages could impact like you the soul could choose hey i want to experience a little bit of that mature side as i'm going through the 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 infant side or the baby side you know so understand that we can you know get we can get tastes of things
1: i mean you see it all the time mm-hmm. like i could be just knowing what the soul stages are i could be with somebody and i could kind of like like oh you know what i think they're uh, you know kind of like at this stage And then all of a sudden, they say something that blows your mind. Yep. Like something I never thought of, something I never, I'm like, whoa, like it's, you know, so it's like we all got a lot, you know?
0: So true. So true. Um, But they are individuals that are seen as living their authentic lives, Uh, often spiritual seekers and teachers as well. So that's something to be aware of. Highly educated, lower paying jobs. Um, helpful to society community and relationships but again there's density in all of them so yeah. you know there there's always that struggle or it could be that struggle just mature mature souls understand that balance that need for balance between the low vibration and the high vibration so that soul is a little bit more equipped with balancing that energy out especially yeah. at the mature age the the, the the lower ones, the infant, the baby, the young, they are still struggling to balance out that energy. Although the young, you know, is probably balancing out a little bit better than the others. Um, and in the, and in the baby one, you're, you're, you're just starting to balance out that.
1: I that you know I'm thinking of so body. many like pluses and minuses to like each stage. Like, I feel like in that infant and baby stage, it's like almost like the wonder of like, oh my gosh, look at the tree. Oh my gosh, look at the, you know, that everything is like, when you think of like ignorance is bliss, Yes. you know? And then I think that some of the mature souls or even like the, even the higher souls than that probably have a harder time in their physical younger stages. Yep. You know, that they're going through more struggles because they're looking around and going, this isn't how this is supposed to be. You know, it's actually making them seem more infantile because of the way they handle situations at a younger stage until they grow into their, you know, where they came to be,
0: you know. Yep. Well, and, and when you look at it, right, you look at, you know, we said that the U.S. is filled with a lot of younger souls, right? And you start to think about it in that perspective, You start to realize like, okay, there's still a lot of time left in this realm. And, and we've also discussed how a lot of souls are trying to ascend more quickly by coming in with different, like needs. Um, But you see, okay there are still some that are trying to take their time. And you see that in a lot of politicians and, you know, maybe even actors and actresses, musicians and stuff like that. But then you have these others who are like, no, I'm like, I want to be really aggressive and really come in here and do the thing and, and get to the level at which I, I really want to be. So it's, it's interesting to watch it from that soul's perspective.
1: And sometimes, you know, and, they say that some people are advised not to like some souls, but they're Mm -hmm. in front of the council and they're saying, I want to do this, this, and this, that council is actually like, well, like, let me tell you, that's, that's a lot. Yes. Like, you know, like, if this is what you ultimately decide, you know, it's like, you you might look at a a human and go, wow, like they've lost their children. They've lost their spouse. They've like, Oh my gosh. Like what did this person do to deserve this? What did, chances
0: are they signed up for it, Exactly. you know, and well, and I'll tell you this, it is very possible not to accomplish your mission and purpose in the lifetime that you're in. I've channeled for some people and human souls that are living have come to me. I am. I know I've said this before living souls come to me on a regular, uh, but it is typically a living soul that will come to me When there is uh, or the first one that ever came to me were two individuals who were not completing their purpose and they were actually having setbacks. So their soul signed up for a number of different um, uh, obstacles to overcome and they weren't necessarily meeting that they were struggling a little bit. And what was very interesting was that their uh, their heavenly support team, their soul support team and their higher self were coming down into this realm and trying to help them overcome. But they, they felt like there there was too much time that has passed and that they didn't, they weren't sure that the soul would actually be able to overcome even with their help. However, however, and this is extremely important for all of us to understand is that your, your being, your, How you handle these situations does help these souls that are young, infant, still growing, struggling to overcome all their obstacles. How you handle these situations by not judging them, by sending them love, does help them tremendously on a soul's level. As a matter of fact, I just channeled for somebody yesterday, and they said that. Actually, that's really interesting. They told this lady, you cannot be tied to what these other people are doing or how they are trying to overcome the density at which they are experiencing. Their souls are trying to overcome it, but it is your handling of it that is going to help them on a soul level. So don't don't sit there and look with the eyes and see whether or not they are overcoming. Know from a heart and soul's perspective that you are still helping them, even though it doesn't appear as if they are growing know that they are because of what you are doing with love intentions uh, that are brought to that situation and that individual so that's a very powerful statement or very powerful knowing that we can all carry with us so if we want to sit there and, and judge and and hold these people, oh my gosh and I'm hearing ringing in my ear as I say that so as we as as we move about as light workers as as older souls as ones that are trying to that are here at this very time for a really, really beautiful purpose, and that is to help these younger souls overcome the density, especially with the amount of change that's happening around the world. And
1: that's probably part of the mature souls' lessons here yep. is helping, and even getting to the point of understanding. It's like for a long time, like I feel like a lot of um, a lot of those souls that maybe signed up from you know, bit off more than they could chew for when they came here. Mm-hmm. That is most likely a lot of our addicts. Yep. you know, a lot of our people that end up turning to, you know, drugs and alcohol. And I say that because I have been with so many of them and soul wise, because like I said, I, I see people's souls mm-hmm. soul wise. They are the most beautiful souls mm-hmm. I've ever seen, but they're physical. And that other side it's like, yeah, they been off more than they could chew with choosing to, to try to accomplish certain things. Yep. But it's like, you know, I, I wish I could say, oh, oh, this dirty, nasty, you know, person that's doing drugs. Ah, what's wrong with them? Man, everyone I've ever spent time with and everyone that I, even the ones that I've known and grown up with, they are soul wise, some of the best people I know, but their soul was not ready for what earth was going to, they didn't know they were, they were like, Oh, this is earth. This is harder than I thought, <laughs> yeah. you know, cause earth is a very hard school.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and they could be in like the first or second stage of that old soul, you know, so yeah. they're still trying to learn how to incorporate those, that growth into, you know, what they're, what they are meant to be doing or, or, or their souls are trying to do, you know, yeah. they're still, just, they're still trying to learn that. So, um, and speaking of old souls, uh, obviously you're talking hundreds of lifetimes and, and a lot, a ton of experience in this realm. But again, there are still, you're still, you know, you're never without struggle. And and we pointed that out in the beginning, every, mm-hmm. even Jesus, had, he didn't struggle with who he was, but he had obstacles to overcome. And obviously his soul was, you know, part of the divine, but, um, still there is always density. So however, old souls are definitely higher in vibration. And you really do know these souls there. There's a woman I work with every time she comes around, I'm like, damn, you're an old soul. And she don't even know it. I think she's like 19 or 22. I don't know. And I'm like, you are old. And And, um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. And she gets told that a lot. Um, but you are, you are more consciously aware of the connection that you have with the divine, especially as you grow, like you're still growing through these physical stages of life. So like this girl, she's like 21 or 22 or something like that. So she's not consciously aware yet of the divinity that lies within her, but you know, it's coming.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, these And I, because we are at this accelerated time here, it is insane. And that's why I say the reason I think some of these kids today are having these issues that we didn't have when we were kids is because they're going through these stages a lot faster. And it's like, I think of my, my one baby girl who from 18 to 22 at 18, you would have never guessed what you were going to see and hear from her at 22. And I'm like, good Lord, you hit at 22. What it's like, I started to grasp at like 40, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yep. so it's, but we are just because we're on this accelerated timeline. It's, you're seeing it like younger and quicker, but it's, Oh my gosh, the growth that just happened in her. Like some of these people, it seems like overnight, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so you can tell we are, we are accelerated for sure right now.
0: Totally. And, and in the old soul stage um, you, you definitely have like, A feel for something in nature and and life even becomes like clearer and ever present especially as you get older in this life um you are typically an individual that is thought of as different and possibly even eccentric so that's something to know because old souls especially with the amount of young souls here there there's a difference to these people and you know that you see it and they kind of are individuals that beat to their own drum they're, they, they're not ones that necessarily Follow the crowd They are like hey this is what I want to do And this is what I feel like I should um, Could even have like different styles You know uh, Probably do um, They often as we are saying here they, they are sometimes isolated And walk alone So they definitely don't fear a, a straying from the crowd uh, But they're very intuitive People um and definitely that intuition it comes easier than most they kind of are guided even at some points uh by their intuition and sometimes don't even know it especially in the younger years like they just move move without even really thinking they feel it and they go in that direction um and might not even realize it uh but they do share their wisdom And sudden insights and epiphanies with uh, those that are willing to listen. And those that are willing to listen is a very, very key point. This is where speaking your truth is so important. And, And when we say that, we don't, we're not saying try to change somebody. And I have to tell you about a thing that I channeled the other day. It is, we are not trying to change people. We are simply speaking who we are to those that are listening. And if somebody doesn't want to hear it, then you don't force it upon them. You simply disengage um, because we're not trying to change. And go ahead. Yeah.
1: Or I've been with friends that, we, you, you know, use there's little seeds and it's like I, people who get one thing that I'm saying, but d- may not get another. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even if there's like a little seed that gets sprinkled, and like I said, and not just from you to them, but from them to you, you know, how they responded or how they, you know, learning both ways.
0: Yep. Yeah, very true. And the other day, I'll tell you real quick, I was, um, when I actually started to do a little bit more research on the soul stages, and I was Mm -hmm. talking to above, um, channeling about it. Um, and, and I'll get to that next because uh so I was wondering where I was in my life or at least I was getting confirmation where I was in my life but I was asking them about it and I was I was like okay am i is there is there more I need to do is should I change what I'm doing what 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 am I am i am i am i doing something that that uh I shouldn't do or or what should I change? Like, I know I'm around particular people and to, to different soul levels, uh, state uh, stages. So like, should I do something to like, try to work with them more? Like, what am I doing? And they came to me and they said, we would never ask you to change another individual. It is all about your growth and your experiences and no one else's. You be you and continue to do what you're doing. And that was like, that hit me. So profoundly, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. You, I just be me and know that the growth is happening on the soul's level. That's that's sometimes easy to forget or look a, overlook at times. So be aware of.
1: Yeah, by my, my, my saying, heal yourself, heal the world. <laughs>
0: yeah, Yo, exactly right, Brooke.
1: Yeah. So true. The best thing we can do for anybody else is to have ourselves where we're supposed to be.
0: Yep. So that was number five. The the five is uh, old soul. Next, these this is where you get very interesting. Things get really. It's 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 pretty deep here. Now we've discussed before about the transcend, uh transcendent master. Stage six of a soul growth or soul stage is a transcendental soul, and a transcendent master is in this group now this is a soul that is highly advanced obviously has spent i mean hundreds of lifetimes in this realm um but has returned to accelerate the ascension and enlightenment for many not just themselves so their ascension process is already in full engagement but now they're trying to shift that focus and not only be about this particular person's body, but really all of humanity. Uh, they, may, they maintain most often uh, a very clear, centered, balanced, and aware state where they access other dimensions and experience and layers of reality more easily than, than, um, than younger souls. Um, remember, we talked about the entity. Uh, The entity is when you're born, that group that you're born into, that's called your entity. Um, So the entity consciousness is very prevalent in this life and accessible by the individual that represents this entity. So as the entity grows, you are as as every member of this entity grows. You guys all grow in experience, but that experience is shared with not only that individual soul, but with that full entity. And as you move together throughout all these stages, when you get to the transcendental soul, that entity now is sharing all that experience, all those lifetimes, not just the one that's the soul that incarnates, but. You represent your entire entity. Yes, that makes sense. So it's 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 like it's a soul. and and this is how they explained it to me the other day. They said, because uh, I did channel about this, uh, they did say that you're because um, I was asking specifically, okay, is the transcendent master a collection of all of these entities? And what they said is no, you're still a single soul within that entity. But what you do has you, what you do is have the ability to tap into all those other consciousnesses that are part of your group. Gotcha. Yeah. So it yeah, really- it
1: makes sense. I mean, it just it makes sense with um, because when you think about a collective, you know, you think about like the lower vibrational collective or the higher vibrational collective. But it's like it's cool to know that there are many different like collectives. Yes. You know, each collective can help the next, but it's like it just makes so much sense because it's like, well, you know, when you're having a thought and then you come across those other people that are all having like like that same idea that week or the same like lesson. And so then you I guess when we do something right
0: mm-hmm. and
1: we get past something, it helps your whole group. Yes. That's cool.
0: Yes, very much so. And now this is like transcendental souls could be you could have spiritual leaders as transcendental souls. Um, but not all are obviously. Some are just kind of like in the in the I don't want to say underground but a little not not necessarily known, but are here for a particular purpose and that is to be of service. That is their mission to be of service and to help with the awakening and the enlightenment of all. Their teachings uh, shine light upon the power of oneness, love, and awakening again, of all. And they are a representation of their entire entity, their like thousand soul group pers- perspective. And they have an ability to tap into that, um, possibly with a little bit more ease than a lot of others. So, definitely interesting, but something mm-hmm. again to be aware of. And then the last one is the infinite soul and that is the last um set of incarnations that uh a soul will have on this earth there's only one person that i am currently aware of that could that is in this infinite soul um uh, and, and her name escapes me at this moment she's also not very readily she's not very aware uh, uh well known at all actually um but she has, she, and I've talked about her before. I forget her name. I'm so sorry. The one that.
1: person that's coming to mind for me, and she has to be, oh, and I try to get Dolores Cannon.
0: Mm, yes.
1: She's it for, like, I, I know, like, everybody has their teacher that they resonate with or they, everything about this woman is, when I say zero ego, I mean, zero ego. Mm-hmm. Like when I say so, like, yeah, when you say that, and I am automatically trying to think of somebody that would even come close to, like, that kind of description, I think about somebody like, yeah, Dolores Cannon, for me, is who sticks out.
0: And, actually, that's a great point, because, ultimately, that's what we are trying to do, is remove the ego, always, because we are all on this path of ascension. That's what all these soul stages are are ultimately representing, the how the heart and the soul are trying to overcome the ego perspective and to remove it, wipe it away from our physical being so that we are in full alignment with our, um, full self, including our higher dimensional selves, everything is in alignment and the, the, the ego mind is wiped away. So that is a great point where ego mind is not an aspect any longer. So yeah, good stuff there. And anyway, uh, yeah, but that's, and, and, um, so yeah, and I apologize. I can't think of this lady's name to really give you a good perspective of who that might be, Doctor Something. She's and and it's possible that these individuals um, are are here and, for a short period of time because they've lived so many so many lifetimes. A lot of their soul work is done in the back end, helping the souls. You know, which all yeah. souls do. You know, when every soul when we pass we are, we, we have work to do like a younger soul might not because, but they will come back and observe and learn from the living still, or these souls that are a little bit older. They tell us all the time how our souls are interacting when we're sleeping and when they pass over. So.
1: And that's why I say, like, I think, um, I think we have, I think our doctors have, well, for me, nothing here is what we think it is. And usually it's quite the opposite. You know, and when I think about that, I think about how many doctors with uh, mental illnesses and I think about what some mental illnesses really are, you know, because I know, like, I know I'm not mentally ill. I know that, you know, I know what I am, but I know I also struggle and I have these dark times and we have no idea the work that our souls are doing. So there are times that I believe that our souls our beautiful, wonderful light souls are going into the darkness with other souls and for other souls. Mm -hmm. And it may come out in this physical, when we look at each other as, you know, a depression or experiencing rage, or when really that soul (laughs) may have just been on a venture to like, literally dive down the depths of the darkness to help another soul, you know, and it's going to take them a while to process that and move through it. But as long as we're being told here on earth, like, oh, well, that means you're sick. That means you're sick. That means you're sick. It's keeping these people from understanding what's really going on and learning how to, okay, capture that and release it and let it go. You know, we're, we're keeping people sick here on earth (laughs) without them having the knowledge of what could really be going on with their souls when they're in these places. Yep. there are a lot of people that recognize it. There are a lot of people that know, like they know that they are here for their soul to do some work. And they're like, when I, they're like, people think I'm lazy. Like my friends or coworkers think I'm lazy. Cause I'll sleep all day on, I don't, I can't nap, but this individual, like she'll sleep all day on Saturday or Sunday, or there's days she can't even go to work, but she knows it's days that her soul is doing a higher work than the way we look at it here on earth. Like, oh, no, you have to be at your nine to five. You have to be at your nine to five and make that money, pay the bills. When there are people that realize that the reason they need to sleep that day is that their soul has been on mission yes. or that their soul is currently on mission, yep. you know? But we yep. get it labeled as depression or, you mm-hmm. know, and the way I experienced it would be labeled bipolar, you know, mm-hmm. because I I experience the duality so deeply. Wow. And I think that's why I come to such a, what time I come around to a truth, but, you know, one of my friends caught me, you know, um, just say like on one podcast, she's like, you know, Brooke, you were kind of saying it was basically, I was at one end of the stick. So when my thought process, this is why I say, don't ever take anything I'm fully saying mm-hmm. or the <laughs> where I am in my thought process. Yep. So in this instance that I was called out on, called out in a good way, Know, not call it out only really to call it out but if this end of the stick would be prayer and at the other end of the stick would be what will be will be okay so it's same stick you know but like down here at this extreme it's like pray 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 because that's how you know things happen at this end of the stick it's like hmm, you know what's going to be it's going to be mm-hmm. obviously we you know the truth is somewhere in the middle of that but a friend caught me at the end of what's going to be is going to be, you know, she called me the, my, that end of my duality thinking mm-hmm. when, yes, I know the truth is in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yes. We pray, we send it. We, you know, because even if what's going to be, is going to be, you have still sent more love and understanding to that situation for something. So yes, the truth is, you know, but I had a friend that caught me in my, it was on a podcast. She caught me in my thinking, when I was like down here in my Eh, what's going to be is going to be stage you know <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's awesome. yeah but that's why i said most people who are probably labeled bipolar are probably people that are here experiencing with a fuller experience of dualities yes <laughs> you know
0: yeah that's a great perspective that's awesome mm-hmm. thank you thank you all right you good for see if, uh, yeah. Some energy in the beginning. I'm not feeling as much now, but we'll try to try to channel here. Mm, nope. As I say that, I get Archangel Michael already. <laughs> nope. Never mind. It's shifted on me. My children, Enoch, speaking. Beautiful it is to be in your presence. Once again, as always, the gratitude that we express for you and your presence here today and always is one of great divine love and appreciation for the work ethic at which you are accepting your role in this lifetime. The beauty at which you all carry with you is immense in power and fulfillment. Should you so choose to accept this enlightenment that you have all agreed upon prior to this incarnation is one that will allow you great understandings as you move about this realm. You have all incarnated at this time to be light workers and to be great assistance to those around you and you yes we say are around individuals of lower vibration for the sole purpose of growth and assisting those souls in that growth love is ultimately though how one grows through experience and understanding that love is the only necessary necessarily needed emotion to feel and experience in addition to other high vibrational energies like gratitude patience, calming energy, and the noticement of the divine above. This is a true essence of what we are attempting to get the soul to understand, is that in addition to your own consciousness that is accessible in all dimensions and realms, you are also capable of acquiring information from the divine, and the divine is always here to assist. It is our intentions to acquire upon you the understanding to call upon us. This is where great and more information comes about. We are in a need to have you call upon us for your free will is of great and tremendous power. And should you so choose to accept our presence in your life, which is truth, you will find that when you call upon us, more is revealed to you. And we ask that this occur. We are grateful for when you do call upon us and we ask that you please not allow your ego mind to make you think that it is something small or silly to ask for assistance. Any situation and all growth is being asked by you to call upon us for the assistance that is requested. And for that, we are so eternally grateful. Your soul's age is really a matter of irrelevance as long as you continue to look upon this realm with a loving intent. The age is simply a matter of understanding of where you may be in the timeline at which your soul has agreed upon to grow. And for that, we are grateful. But the timeline is just that. It is a matter of perspective and truth that your soul must grow in and about the light that it acquires throughout the many lifetimes that it has upon this realm. And light is ultimately what is transpiring with each lifetime as the soul acquires more light throughout each lifetime it is allowing more consciousness to enter it and yes this does take many lifetimes to acquire this is ultimately the idea which the soul stages has come from through the conscious levels and the amount of light that one acquires through the many lifetimes that it evolves on this realm and others and yes we do say other uh, other realms For there are many realms at which a soul can acquire time, at which, and we tell you now to not get hung up on the aspects of which you come from. Simply understand that that is a possibility to acquire time in other realms, but also understand. And other planetary realms, but also understand that love is what we are attempting to accomplish and the light within the physical existence that you are experiencing in this current moment in time. And yes, even other galaxies are a potential here. Love is ultimately and light ultimately what is what the soul is attempting to acquire and grow from. It is, yes, the judgments that hold us at a certain existence, existential state. And we ask you to overcome this for the ego mind will have us all judge should we so choose to accept the ego mind's perspective. But this is where we are asking you to release the ego mind for it is within the heart space that we lie and in the soul that your true consciousness lies. And for that, we say, thank you. Go in peace, my children, knowing that love really is what should be spread upon all this realm and realms so that your soul and other souls may see this light and gravitate to it, for this is ultimately the answer to all situations. And yes, this is a school of growth, not a school of judgments. And we are here to experience the growth in whatever way, shape or form that it is meant to be experienced by you and your soul and the stage at which it is in. It is not a matter for you to judge upon it. It is simply a matter for you to understand that you are growing in spite of it, and for that we are grateful. Entities or groups that are experiencing setbacks as a result of an individual that is not accomplishing the purposes at which it is meant to experience and grow from are not to be dismayed, my children. These individuals have chosen a great tremendous amount of obstacles to overcome. And the soul that does not overcome them is not necessarily one that is not good. It is simply experiencing a deeper level of understanding that what it should acquire in a lifetime should not be so immense in turbulence, but yet accompanied a little bit less with the turbulence and more light should be focused upon so that that soul may grow to the extent at which it should, and for that we are grateful. These ambitious souls that choose to acquire more turbulence in an effort to overcome are simply that, ambitious, and we are grateful for them, but the knowledge that which they are learning as a result of the turbulence that they are experiencing, even if it is not overcome, is one of great and tremendous Opportunity. And yes, we do use opportunity as a sense of saying that there is more turbulence to come. Opportunity is an opportunity for you to look upon these situations with a greater sense of light, enlightenment and love, not with a low vibrational sense of judgment and concern, fear. These are not obstacles of enlightenment. And for that, we are grateful. Go in peace, my children, and be grateful for the stage at which you are currently in and the time at which you are currently residing on your divine individual timeline with your group. We are all so grateful for you all and the lessons that which you bring to not only your group, but to, to, coll- to the collective consciousness at all. For we all learn from each other, my children, regardless of the stage at which you are in. And for that, we say thank you. Go in peace and gratitude. Call upon us at any given moment in time. We are always here from you and encourage you greatly to call upon our services for we are here to be of service to you always. And for that, we say thank you. Thank you. I appreciate
1: it. I think Uh the thing that gets me every time is they make it seem like it would be so easy for us to just stop judging. And here's the thing, even this takes practice. They make, oh, I released the judgment. I wish it was (laughs) that easy because it's like, let's face it. This takes practice. Like it takes the awareness of realizing because some people don't even realize they judge. Yes. You know, and then you get to that next stage of where you're aware that you judge and you know, you do something about it. And mm-hmm. then I think the next stage is, is you start judging the people that are judging other people. Yeah, just, just <laughs> But soft. it is a toughie. It is a toughie. But I think, you know, because I've always felt those different layers. Like there is that human side of me that is always so quick to catch something to mm-hmm. judge. Mm-hmm. You know, but then as soon as they go to that next level, then that's when I'm that's when I can get rid of the judgment, you know. But it's like, just as a human thing it's just so quick and easy i guess just the key is catching it and then pulling it down and trying to understand and not judge The thing is just all about understanding and not judgment totally but it's so tough well, even oh, when we think we're not judging we're judging
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well awareness you're right like that the awareness is everything and and i'll tell you one a trick that i use a lot are mantras And and develop your own mantra. But like so I channeled Mother Mary one time and she said to focus upon what you bring to this world, not what this world brings to you. And that is a mantra I repeat in my head always. The other one is that prayer that Archangel Michael just gave us a little a couple of weeks ago. I find I've been using I've I've written it down in my phone and I find that anytime I'm in a state where I am not high vibrational, I immediately retract and go to those mantras. I'll find a mantra or that prayer over the past couple of weeks. And I will say them and I'll say them over and over again until I get myself out of that state of whatever it is. I am low vibrational.
1: Yeah. So that was the, you did that. That was the last podcast, right? Yeah, so that that came through. So if you haven't heard, listen to the last podcast. Um, but yeah, I need to write it down because I listened to the podcast a few times just to go to that part, to hear that part and to say that part with them. Yeah. But um, so if you haven't heard it, go back to the last podcast and, and write it down. Yeah,
0: I have it right here. Let me I'll, I'll read it real quick just so okay. it'll save you guys a little bit of time because I I go to it a lot. Yeah. All right. Archangel Michael prayer. I am a being of light. I have chosen to accept my role as a light worker upon this realm. And to be the true sense of light and love for which others can see the true heavenly realm within. I am a being of light. I accept the true heavenly realm that lies within my heart space. I am light. I am love. Love it. Yeah. So I I encourage you guys all to find a mantra that you can go to, to that, that you can begin to repeat and um, just help you overcome those
1: yeah words are so powerful like we're you know would we especially that self-talk that we do with ourselves that the words are so powerful you know true so yeah awesome yeah
0: cool all right well is that good yeah we're good awesome
1: thank you everybody (laughs) yeah definitely
0: thank you all so much appreciate you all and uh yeah talk to you soon thanks bro see ya bye-bye